Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland, and this is the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Now, last week, my grandson, Jeremy Pearsons, and his lovely wife, Sarah, ministered the Word of God to you on the broadcast. It was powerful teaching on living a legacy and staying connected to the family of faith. Now, they're back on the broadcast for week two of their study. Now, many of you know Jeremy. You say, hey, Jeremy, and he does all the closes and stuff. But let me tell you about this young man. I have learned from him. He's been in the ministry all of his life. His mother and daddy, George and Terry Pearson's pastor EMIC for years and years. Both he and Sarah are anointed ministers of the gospel. It blesses me to hear them teach and preach the word. Hello, welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. We're Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons, and we're glad to be with you again today. It has been our joy, our privilege, our honor to have been with you all this week and last week on the broadcast. I want to say one more time to my grandparents, Kenneth and Gloria Copeland, thank you. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to minister to this awesome congregation of people all over the world. This, it's a privilege and it's a rich honor for us to, when we, when we think about, uh, the, the 30 years that this daily broadcast has been on TV and, and many more years of outreach through weekly television and meetings going on all over the world. And I'm telling you, it's just an awesome thing to us and we are honored. Uh, so thankful to be a part of your family, so thankful to be a part of this ministry, to be partners with you in ministry, and we're grateful for this opportunity today. And those of you watching, if you've not uh, been a part of these broadcasts with us so far, then go to kcm.org, get caught up. We've had a great time. I've yeah, had fun. It's been awesome. You had fun? Mm-hmm, I've yes. had fun. You're cute. And uh, get caught up with us. Sorry, I got distracted there for a second. But get caught up with all the broadcasts, anything that you've missed. We've been talking about living a legacy, not just leaving a legacy, but living a legacy because the life that you live is the legacy that you leave. And all these two weeks, to me in my own heart, and I know Sarah would say the same, that this has been, we've been preaching in honor of of my grandparents, Kenneth and Glory Copeland and her family, our moms and dads and our Mimis and our Pawpaws, just thankful for the legacy of faith that we've been given. And on last week's broadcast, I read to you that quote from Reverend Billy Graham that said, the greatest legacy one could leave one's children or grandchildren is a legacy of character and faith. And that's what Sarah and I believe we've been given from our parents and grandparents. So to sit on this broadcast and get to share some of these things with you has been a real rich joy and a privilege for us. And and like I said, if you missed anything, kcm.org, you can get all the way caught up there. And if you'll go to kcm.org slash notes, you can... You can get all the study notes for all these broadcasts, read along with us, study along with us, and then turn around and preach it. Preach it like you made it up. I mean, just go <laughs> for it. Get this word into your life and then turn around and sow it into the lives of other people. Mm. Let's pray together. And get right back into the word. Lord, we love you. We worship you. Thank you for your help on these broadcasts. We have had such a wonderful time with your people and spending time in your word and in your presence. We ask you today to help us finish these things strong. Give us words to speak and an unction from the Holy Spirit, we have an anointing. We trust in it, rest in it, rely on you in it. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for giving us foundation underneath our feet. We declare over everybody watching and listening today that this will be a strength, a support, and an encouragement to them. And they will hear this and be changed in Jesus' name. 
Amen. 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 So again, we've been talking about living this legacy and raising a family in the house of faith. And I feel like if there's anything I can draw experience, draw on from my own experience and, and talk about, it would be that. Because this is, this was my house. This is what it was like growing up in my house. It was faith, faith all the time, faith in the word, faith in Jesus. And it was faith in the morning, faith at noontime, faith when the sun went down. And uh, we just did things different in my house. It was just different in my house than it was at other kids' house. And uh, I, I, all my friends were Christian kids. I went to a Christian school. They were uh, all church-going kids. But somewhere along, I don't know, late elementary, early junior high, I started figuring out there's a difference. Mm-hmm. We're a little bit different than the rest of these guys. I know I had some friends. Hey, I'll just be honest. I liked going over there because we got to watch stuff. I didn't get to watch at home. And that's not a good thing. You know, we got to eat things over there. What are these Twinkies? <laughs> you know, we didn't get all that stuff in my house. But anyway, it just, uh, I, I recognized uh, a difference in growing up in the house that I was in as opposed to other houses. And that's the same thing I want for us and for our, our children. And right now we're raising kids in a house of faith. And it's been a joy to watch them develop their own walk and relationship with the Lord. And our kids have said things to us, things that have, I'll be honest, steered some direction in mm-hmm. our lives and been some confirmation of some things yeah. that the Lord had for us. Um, tell them about some of Justice vision lists and different things and, yeah. and how we've seen some of that come true. Every year we create a vision list at our house and we, we write down every single thing we're believing God for for that year. And I ask the kids to get involved with me on it. And we have... Wow, they they come up with some stuff. You know, oftentimes I'm like, really? Like in my heart, I'm thinking, is that really what you're believing for? Like, that's extravagant. And the Lord will check me and say, don't limit them. Don't keep them from believing big. Don't stop them from trusting me and and dreaming big. And so we've had that happen quite a few times in our house. A few of the times we've had it happen, um, they've they've come to pass and they've been big deals. Like, yeah. a, a, I don't know which ones. Are, <laughs> well, I mean, I was thinking about that house we used to live in and some yeah. of the things he was believing for. Yeah, he, he wrote on his vision list he wanted a go-kart track. Yeah. And he wanted a soccer field. And so at first when he told me a goal, go-kart track, I thought, okay, well, you know, that's reasonable. But then when he said the soccer field, I thought, I was thinking, really, buddy? And the Lord was like, don't <laughs> check him. Don't. Or I had to check in my heart. Don't say anything to him. Don't stop him from right. believing. And he sure did. We had that on our vision list. We pray. See, we get serious about these vision lists. I mean, we hold I them know, up before the Lord. We pray and release our faith and believe God for all those things to come into our life. And um, and sure enough, uh, we were looking at a house and came to find we one day we were looking at Google Maps and we zoomed in on the backyard, this house right before we got into it. And there was a go-kart track in the backyard, the back acre where their boys had rode <laughs> go-karts all over. There was a soccer field, two soccer goals yeah. in the very back. And we realized, man, this stuff, that God is so good. And it is important to include them and take them on your journey. And um, so much can happen when we all come together in faith. And believe God together over specific things and get specific with it, with your family, get specific and and begin to dream big and see things, pray and ask the Lord, what do you see for our family? And we've had this happen a lot of times. 
we have over and over. And uh, it's interesting that we go this direction today. I was thinking about this specifically. Um, Is this uh, in in the house of faith we believe big? Yes. Yeah. That's what I was really sensing the Lord wanted to say today. You know, we've talked about different things that distinguish us from other houses. And number one, we put the word of God first. And that's just not happening everywhere. But in this house, (laughs) that's what we do. We put the word first. We, We don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Yeah. In this house, what was the second one? I know, led by the Spirit? Or, well, that, I think that was the third word, led by the Spirit. Um, we talked about on la- uh, yesterday's broadcast, we pursue His plan and not our own. Mm-hmm. But in this house, and I think this is one of those things that distinguish us and differentiate us from any other house, and that is this, we believe yeah. big. Yeah. We believe big. Yeah. I know one time the Lord had to correct me on something. We were driving. I was driving away from the house one day and uh, there was so much change and transition going on in our lives. And we were believing God for the place to live. And I know at the time we were needing a new car. And I'm just, you know, making my faith boy confessions over our house and our car every day. House and car, house and car, house and car. And then, there's nothing wrong with any of that. But the Lord really did arrest me and said, Jeremy, is this it? Mm-hmm. You're talking to me every day about a house and a car. Is this, is, is this where your faith taps out? Mm-hmm. Is that a house and a car? And there's nothing wrong with believing God concerning these things. He wants us to have them and He wants to provide for them. But I, what I was recognizing was, here I am growing up in this house. I'm you know, faith boy. And I've been taught all these things. And the very most that I could come up with up out of my heart was these little things that we needed. And the Lord helped me with it when he led me to the book of Psalm chapter two, verse eight. And he said, ask of me and I'll give you the nations. Now that's asking big. That is believing big. That's slightly larger than God. I need a house and a car. Ask of me and I'll give you nations. Yeah. He said, I'll give you nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. Yeah. Now you're listening to that going, okay, well, that sounds great, but what am I going to do with a nation? What he's talking about is influence. Yeah. That's how I see it. Yeah. Father, I'm asking you, give me influence. Mm-hmm. Give us an impact for the kingdom of God in nations all over the world. Yeah. We got our mind on these little things, the house and the car. He's thinking about families and the nations of the earth. You want to hear something really cool? I did not see this until earlier today before we started taping. And I didn't know we were going in this direction. But as soon as you started talking, listen to this. This verse out of the Passion Translation says, Ask me to give you the nations and I will do it. And they shall become your legacy. Wow. They shall become your legacy. Wow. That's inheritance. That's amazing. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Ask of me and I'll give you nations. Believe big. We've got to get Mm. our minds way up higher than they've been. We got to get our hearts way bigger, wider open than they've ever been. Uh, Paul wrote, um, where was it? I believe to the Corinthian church. And he says, your heart's so constrained. It's so tight. It's so narrow. The, the problem with that is if God can't get it in your heart, he won't be able to get it in your hand. Yeah. So whatever it is he's wanting to do for you, it's got to first be able to fit in your heart. Mm-hmm. So that's why we've got to expand. And that's why we've been praying this every day yeah. before these broadcasts start. Give us hearts open yeah. 
to receive and understand. How cool is that? Yeah, that's awesome. I will give them to you. They will become your yeah. legacy. That's awesome. Nations. Yeah. In this house, we believe big. It's awesome because that goes back to the first scripture, one of the first scriptures we started with last week in Genesis chapter 12, where the Lord said to Abram, Abram, leave your native country, your relatives and your father's family and go to the land I'll show you and I'll make you into a great nation. Yeah. And I will bless you, make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. And all the families or nations of the earth will be blessed through you. Yeah. That's what God has on his mind. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Us being a blessing, leaving a legacy. And, and one of the ways you train yourself into thinking this way is thinking in terms of impact. Mm -hmm. Impact. Mm -hmm. uh, when the Lord began dealing with us about this, years ago, we began to realize that there were people, this culture is churning out people more and more all the time, many of which are famous for nothing. Yeah. And, and it's really a pretty astounding thing. I mean, you could go through many names, household names, people that if you're in tune at all with what's going on out in the culture, they would be names that you would recognize. But then if you turn around and say, okay, well, what does that person do? You're like, I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know really what they do. And one of the things the Lord began dealing with you and I on was realizing that impact is greater than fame. Yeah. Just because somebody knows who you are doesn't necessarily mean you're having an impact on them or the world that they live in. Impact is what we're after. We're after making a mark and leaving a mark. That's what happens when two things impact each other. A mark gets made. A mark gets left. And that's what we want to see happen through our ministry, through our lives. But just, just through you living life, there ought to be a mark made on this world around you, an impact made. Whether anybody in this world ever knows you as a famous person or not, we're believing God for impact. Yeah. We're believing God to impact the nations yeah. with the gospel. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I was heading somewhere with that. Thank you, Jesus. Isn't it important for us to evaluate our life, though? Yeah. And look at it every day. What are we doing, Lord, to make an impact? We only have so much time on yeah. this earth. And what if we're spending the majority of our time doing something that is just, I see so much of this on social media, the people spending all their time uh, trying to make a name for themselves, mm -hmm. trying to uh, gain followers, trying to build a business, trying to do all these things. What about our impact on the world? What about doing something that leaves a real legacy? What about focusing on something that's really valuable and a treasure in life? And yeah. those are, these are the things of God. These are the things of the kingdom that we can pass on to our children, pass on to all the people that God brings into our, in contact with us. We have a legacy yeah. to leave and to live. When you and I started uh, believing God a, a year or so ago, uh, just on this property that we have here in Fort Worth for our ministry, we were we felt like the Lord was telling us. He gave us this these four words: buy up and build out. 
That's what he told us. And when he ministered that to us, I looked immediately at this other building that was on our ministry property that uh, we wanted to purchase and, and bring into the ministry. There was a, a TV studio in it that we could use and about 10,000 square foot facility. And so it seemed good to, to buy up and build that out. And uh, one of the things the Lord told us years ago when we were first looking for ministry property, he said, I'm going to give you a list of things and you need to be familiar with these things so that when you actually see your property in the flesh, you'll recognize it because you've already made the list. I've already described it to you. And one of the things he said to us about it was it'll be a platform from which you reach the nations. That's what the Lord said about it years ago, a platform from which you reach the nations. So we, uh, we, we started believing God to do that. Now, since that time, he's course corrected that, that the assignment's still the same, but now we're just believing God to do it on this property in Colorado that we have under contract and we're purchasing. But we, we're, we're calling it the same thing. It's still a platform from which we reach the nations. And the Lord ministered to us uh, about that word platform. And uh, in... Oh, if I take time to find it, I wasn't, there it is right there. Wasn't planning on going this direction exactly. But in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 8. Now, the whole book of Nehemiah, you may know this, is a big building project. So this is why this spoke to me. That's what we were in the middle of, buying up and building out. And that's what this entire book is about. The people of God got it in their hearts to rebuild the city of God and rebuild the walls and so on. But in Nehemiah, chapter 8, in the midst of all this building project, it says in verse four that Ezra the scribe stood on a platform of wood, which they had made for the purpose. Now, I won't take time to read all the verses around this, but if you go back, you'll find out that the purpose he's talking about is they wanted a place to be able to stand out in the congregation of the people and to declare the word of the Lord, to declare the word of God. That's why they built this platform. Don't you know that means something to God that his people would specifically and expressly build something for one purpose, and that was to have a place yeah. to preach the word from? Awesome. And that's what we're believing God to do in this property that we're headed towards. And that's what we're doing in this buy up and build out project is it's not about a platform for Jeremy, a platform for Sarah. It's not about a platform for a person. It's about a platform with a purpose. Yeah. And the purpose is the preaching of the Word of God, serving our generation and others all over the world. Yeah. A platform from which we reach the nations. Yeah. I believe that's what the Lord's wanting to say in this broadcast today, is it's time for us to get the nations yeah. on our mind and in our heart. Yeah. And, and what for we... The family. Yeah. What's that? For a family yeah. as a, together to get the sure. nations on their heart. Yeah. To sow, to give. Yeah. To be a part of kingdom projects, to think bigger than this, my small little thing that I have going on, my right. little world. I'm going to be a part of the kingdom and That's what right. God's doing in all the earth. Yeah. yeah. It is something you can do as a family. So as a family into a project, into something going on, and it can be right there around you, but it might be somewhere else in the world. And what that serves to do is, is it opens up the hearts of your children to realize, hey, there's something going on beyond this little three-foot circle that surrounds me. Yeah. It, there's something happening in this world, and God's called me to be a part of it. Yeah. And we begin to ask Him for, for nations. Yeah. And 
that's what we've always known for years leading up even now to the launch of this church. This is what's been in our hearts for so long is that it would be a local church with a global call. Yeah a local church with a global calling. And that's what Legacy Church, our church that's launching later this year, that's really what it is. It, it will be a local church, but it has a global assignment. And that, that church will serve as a platform from which we reach nations. Amen. We got to start asking big. We've got to start believing big. Now, I'm not belittling the things that you're believing for. Hey, some of those same things are still on our list, so to speak. We're still believing God for these things in our lives. And that's a good thing. We've got to be doing that. But what I am encouraging you to do is not limit yourself to just the things that you feel like you need in this life. It's what I'm encouraging you to do is let the Lord begin to put a big vision on the inside of you. It's like the story I tell when we take the kids to Disney World all those years ago. And we were standing there at the parade when Jesse was real little and all those lights go down and then the big show lights come on and it's, it's big, it's loud, it's bright. And for a little girl like that, first time she'd ever seen it, it was sensory overload. And she's kind of hiding her face, burying it down in my chest. She's never seen anything like that. And all of a sudden, Mickey Mouse comes tap dancing right at her. Well, what do you do? with that. You know, you're two years old. For all you know, that's an actual six foot mouse tap dancing right at you. That could be startling. It doesn't scare me. Now she's up here. I'm holding her. She's seeing at my eye level. She's seeing what I see, but she's not yet seeing how I see it. Doesn't scare me. I know that the, the only thing going on there is that's a starving college kid in a mouse costume. I'm not afraid. We see it differently. So for her to begin to see not just what I see, but how I see it means she's just going to have to keep living, Mm going to have to keep growing, have to keep understanding. Well, the same thing's true when we get a vision of the bigness of God's plan for our lives. Man, sometimes, sometimes it looks big. Always it looks big and always it looks like more than what you can meet the need of on your own. And there are people that get a glimpse of what God's called them to do and the impact he's called them to have and maybe even a global impact. But they think that's too far from where I am. That's not me. And instead of running at it in faith, they run from it in fear. But it's time for us when we get a glimpse of the plan of God for our lives. Don't run in fear. Run at it in faith. God will get you there. He'll get you. He's gotten you as far as you are now, right? And if he got you this far, he can get you all the way. It's time to start believing big. In this house, we believe big. Sarah and I are out of time right now, but don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a moment. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.